0: On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, let's get back to High Tide.
1: Yes, let's do that. Let's get back to the high tide program. The offshore forecast for today, variable about 10 knots becoming northeast, 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon. This is for broken baits of Port Hacking, seas around one metre. Southerly will be the swell, 2.5 to 3 metres inshore, increasing to 2.5 to 4 metres offshore. Large and powerful surf conditions and up at the Gold Coast and up into the Brisbane area. Uh, we're waiting for the update. That'll come the next hour, but they're saying variable, on this hour in actual fact, variable 10 knots becoming south easterly, 10 to 15 knots in the early morning. Seas below a metre, southerly around one metre will be the swell inshore, increasing to one to two offshore.
2: Cape Morton at the moment currently is going northerly at five to seven. Uh, we come down to Gold Coast Seaway. It's got a south southeast at 5 to 9. So it's not too bad up there at the moment.
3: Okay. And don't forget, we're going to have a low tide at uh, 9.08 this morning here in Sydney, 0.75 of a metre.
2: Uh, let's see what the tide is at Tenterfield. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Steve bowler Good morning. Low. It'll be losing water, I would think.
4: <laughs> yeah, pretty low at the moment. Uh, the... Um, <laughs> the- the week's been just hot and dry, so that, that sort of... Uh,
2: tides out, okay.
4: it's slowly going out, very mm. slowly. But uh, we were up at Storm King yesterday. The fam and I went uh, took the boat out for a run. And, uh yeah, we, we did a, a, a bit of fishing. And, um, you yeah, know, unfortunately, as much as I wanted to be there for Crack of Dawn and, and you yeah, know, was up at the, the Crack of Dawn myself and, cracking the whip and trying to get everybody out the door. We did not get out the door. Not even for crack of door in Queensland time. I was yeah, getting quite frustrated in the in the morning. But uh yeah, it was it was still a very nice day But uh, unfortunately the big fish uh, kept away and I got nothing but small little silver perch and plenty of turtles. I think I probably would have got Oh, at least a dozen turtles. Because uh, we're, you know, using a mixture of lures and worms, and uh, yeah, just the only thing that was working was the worms. And yeah, small silver perch. The biggest perch we got was probably about the size of your hand. You yeah, not not a big run of fish. But then, yeah, Storm King Dam was was you nearly know, empty a few years ago. So uh, you know, we, were now it's. It, pretty much at a hundred percent so um yeah it was good but, uh got to to use my uh, Queensland Doctrine doctor for you know the first time this year, so it was good okay so, uh, yeah it was it was nice, and it was the um you know yesterday was the the wife and on my uh twenty second wedding anniversary, so it was nice to get out and do something semi romantic even if we did have the uh the kids with us to, to sort of quash any any joy Uh, with with that, you know, like that sort of, (laughs) just was frustrating and, you know, they were sort of constantly, ah, we're going swimming now, we're going swimming now, okay. I went for a swim and, you know, had some cheese and uh, bickies and I thought, ah, plenty of food here. They ate all that real quick and then, you know, sort of like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't bring any more. I was like, well, is there anywhere to buy food here? No, but we ended up uh, calling it early and, and going into off for getting a, a bite tea, which was okay. So, good good day all round, uh, even if the fish weren't cooperating. Other people have had much more success with the fish uh, this week, uh, Being seeing some photos coming in of, of some really nice uh, freshwater fish being landed, uh, particularly in the streams. The streams have just really been consistent uh, of late, uh, and good. Water levels are, have been really, really good. Fish have been very, very switched on uh, with that heat. You know, the early morning and, and late evening, is the time to go home. Middle of the day, just, yeah, it's, it's not really worth uh, getting out there in these hot days. You're just going to get yourself sunburnt and find that the fish are pretty shut down, whereas once that evening comes on or... or yeah, until about probably seven thirty, eight o'clock, Queensland, uh, New South Wales, I'm sorry, uh, you yeah, know, in the morning. Yeah, you, you're going to do all right, so it's, which is good because it's, uh, you know, gives you plenty of time to do the mowing and, and all that sort of stuff around that the house. So this morning we've got the... Uh, Tenerfield Railway markets on. Uh, I don't know whether Peter Lewis is going to be there selling his lures, but he might be. Uh, so if you're around, maybe wander into that. Uh, I'm going to have the shop open until about one o'clock today. And then I'm scooting off down to Sydney. I've got uh, my dad and his twin sister's uh, birthday uh, party tomorrow for their 80th. And then I'm scooting over to Parks uh, tomorrow night. Spending the night in parks and then driving home on Monday.
3: So, Al, excuse me. excuse me, excuse me, one mate, see, mm-hmm. yes, Karen. I think he's gone back working for uh, shooters, fishers, and farmers. <laughs> uh,
4: no, no, no. I'm um, definitely uh, sort of just uh, visiting friends and doing doing things like that. And, Reminiscing. Uh, well, I am I'm Nudge, doing, nudge, uh, wink, wink.
3: <laughs> nudge, Stanley nudge, must wink. be disappointed because he was he travelled the state with you.
4: Yeah, look, the, the, these hot days. Stan's spending most of his time in on his his mattress. God bless him. He he sort of comes out and, like in again fisherman's hours. He'll come out in the early morning and he'll come out in the, the late evening and have a bit of a run around. But most of the day, he sort of just wants to be inside on his mattress, you know. And he'll he'll sort of look at you funny if you try and put him out in his yard. He's sort of like, what are you crazy? It's hot. I'm wearing a fur coat. Come on! Hey,
3: <laughs> and what curious. about the snake? Is the snake wandering around God. the shop?
4: Yes, she is. She got herself out the other day uh, and did a, a lap of the shop. And I sort of opened ah. the door in the morning, and I was like, "All oh, these things are on the floor!" And you know, <laughs> what, what's going on here? <laughs> I realised bloody snake's got out, and I thought, "Oh, she." Uh, took me a while to find where she'd sort of curled herself up on the on the floor in a in a little nook. You know, it is. Amazing, this sort of size that even quite a big snake like Carr can get herself into. Yeah, and uh, she's, yeah, she's a hefty girl now, and but she can sort of put herself into a space that you would think, yeah, there's no way a snake that big could fit in there, but they can. So it's it's one of those things that uh, when you're gathering wood and things like that. Yeah, you really uh, want to be very, very cautious of logs that you roll over and things so, like that. Because particularly browns, browns love being under logs. The, the small ones, yeah, that are, are really fast and bitey, they love being under little bits of timber and things like that. So,
3: that in mind. isn't their poison the same as uh, when they're young, the same poten- potency as when they're old?
4: That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, a young brown snake will put you in hospital just as quick as a big brown snake. But, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is people go, oh, you know, the small ones can't control the amount of venom they put in them and so forth. That's a bit of an old wives' tale. They'll, they'll just, you know, jot you with all they have. But so will a, a big brown snake. If he jots you, he's not really going to dry bite. It's sort of not that's sort of aware that, oh, I've had a dry bite him first and then I'll give them a wet bite if I have to bite them again. Now, they're, they're thinking, no, I'm going to zot you and I'm going to zot you good. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that being said, look, you know, if you avoid them and, and leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. Uh, so we saw a, a, a nice big black snake having to swim across Storm King yesterday. And, uh, you yeah, know, it was a real real big Beautiful-looking snakes, big, bright red bellies, splashing along. Uh, so it was it was nice. yeah. we sort of uh, we stayed away from it. And it stayed away from us. And everybody the only was
2: nice. the only thing you need between you and a snake is six millimeters of glass.
4: <laughs> That's about right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then there's no problems.
4: You know, when, I'm with when, Harrison
2: Ford in that one.
4: <laughs> whenever you're uh, you know out on your your kayak and so forth at this time of year in the fresh you sort of realise how little freeboard you've got on those boats. When, <laughs> yeah. When, oh, you know. yeah, they don't mind coming on board. But even when oh, yeah. you're
2: offshore Absolutely. fishing, a sea snake comes up alongside and wants to climb up. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. stay
4: away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, I saw um, Alex Bellissimo did a um, a video the other day where he was mucking around with the sea snake on, on one of the Sydney beaches. No, and no, no. no. Of, you, you don't realise how, how many sea snakes are out there and, uh, you know, different types and so forth. So,
2: uh, well, there was a, a deckhand killed on one of the Barramundi boats a few years ago, pulling a really net in, and the sea snake was on there and bit him, and in 10 or 15 minutes he was dead. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. very, very poisonous. Uh, yes. yeah, you know, people go, oh, you know, they've got small things at the back of their uh, throat and so forth. Yeah, oh, no, stay It doesn't away. really matter. No. You know, if your, your hands are wet and they're nice and soft, yeah, yeah problems.
2: Okay. Thank you, Steve. You have a safe drive and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.
4: uh, Okay. Yep, no dramas. Okay, so Thursday.
1: It's amazing, isn't it, when you think about it, of, of the the top ten most venomous creatures in the world, and they all live in Australia. Strange about that, not it? I read that in uh, politicians, that can, aren't they? Things that can kill you in Australia, volume seventeen.
3: politicians.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, we better
2: take a break, it's the High Tide. It is now fifteen You're minutes have after a go five. Politicians, oh, you no, cut no. him off.
5: You did a
1: bloody good job, Blakey.
5: G'day, Australia. Glenn McGrath here.
6: No one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath Breast Care Nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath Breast Care Nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at PinkTest.com.
5: There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customisable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au you Today I'm talking to Glenn who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi Glenn. Hello Lee. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My
7: well, mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. and It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae so I gave it a go.
5: What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae?
7: After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10.
5: Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product.
7: Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct
5: amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy to take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arbavita.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use.
0: Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW
4: supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of
0: poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to VIEW.org.au. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian ride registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington 57 Anzac Parade Kensington or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Listen to 2SM online, 2smsupernetwork.com On 2SM and the Super Radio Network...
5: You're listening to High
8: Tide.
0: Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Approaching
1: 19 minutes after 5 here on High Tide. Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle,
2: Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, and the most expensive service station in Australia.
7: Alan, good morning. Good yeah. morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing up about the fuel prices. $2.42 oh, no, right. a litre for premium there the other day. Two oh two at West Ride.
7: Yeah, well, when you're dragging those $300,000 boats behind the car, then, you know, you, that's flies. It was a customer's boat, not mine. <laughs> I know it was a delivery. Yeah. I thought it might have been the presents. All those presents accumulated that Kieran was going to send up. He
3: no, I gave them to Al. Didn't he drop them off?
7: Yeah. No, no, he didn't. No, it was a surprise to all of Wh- us.
3: When was it you dropped them off, Kieran? I've got a memory problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
7: it's gone suddenly quiet. Um, look. Uh, I've got to say, the uh, Saturday weather doesn't look too bad, I'll say. Um, and yes, we were um, lucky enough to have the company of Alan. He did uh, come and say hello, which is good, and he's young bloke yes. up here delivering a boat. To,
2: I, I did uh, I did laugh when we left. Lee said to me, because she had a lovely display of, of old Alvy reels and things like that behind your counter. He uh, you said he's got a lot of old stock there. <laughs> yeah, well, Jeff had it. I see. He oh, you know, sure displays is. are Ralphie Reels. He said, I wonder oh, why that... You
7: can go selling those. I do know. That's a yeah, just, yeah, that's on the display.
5: <laughs> um,
7: but, uh, yeah, but, uh, it is good to have a little bit of that history in the shop, too. Oh, and, yes. Um, we take the old stuff. I've like got cane rods and everything on the wall. Oh, well. they're beautiful. It gives it a good and you've,
2: you've got century batteries here, You've got oil. You've got all sorts of things to keep people while they're in. One-stop tackle shop.
7: It is. Most um, things, I bet someone will come in this morning asking if there's something I haven't got. <laughs> I,
2: I didn't see the cranker crabs, but...
7: No, the last one's tucked away over there. still are waiting for Cure to pay the invoice. But um, oh. they'll come into their own soon. Brim, brim. <laughs> I went I went yesterday and I, a, guy, a guy at five o'clock said, oh, I'm here to have a look at a Gary Howard rod. And I just came back and opened the shop up. And I thought, and he's gone to the street. They normally pick the beach and the rock rods up. He's gone to the reef one, but a little boat one. And I said, I've only got it in overhead. He goes, that's exactly what I was looking for.
3: <laughs> I'll let says, you know something. Anything. Matt, Gary yeah. Howard worked on High Tide way back in the middle, mid uh, 90s. Fair enough. How was that? Was that good? Yep, good. And then he moved to Queensland and then he started writing for uh, Fishing Monthly. Because he was based Port Stevensway,
2: wasn't he? Originally up in Newcastle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, Matt Kieran oh, Kieran, oh reme- no, Kieran remembers everybody that's worked on oh. High Tide, even if it was only for five minutes. Especially when they owe him money.
3: I don't. Uh, it, oh, I, yeah, uh, one bloke. I don't know if he's, he's up. In the he's of the racist That
2: What's that? I Sorry, Matt. Kieran keeps coming um. out of the top.
7: No, that's right. I, I don't know if he was from around up here because I've described areas to him and he's not fam- quite familiar with it, so I get the feeling that he wasn't around here. But I, he refused to make rods with Ian Miller, I think, back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, or they were connected in some form. Yeah. Um, uh, Gary then worked for Jar, I think he Jarvis Walker stuff and then he went out on his own and he's doing his own. I think he worked for Snyder at some point too. But, um, look, really nice guy, very knowledgeable and obviously he spent a lifetime building rods, so he's always someone he can bounce ideas off and he gets back to your, gives you and tries to help too, which is good. Um, Fishing-wise, uh, what do we get? Still some winding off the beaches. Uh, the swell's been a little bit big. They said it was going to be windy this morning, but the, the flags on Old Donald McDonald there, um, they're still... So, look, there's slight winds at the moment. The seas are meant to be up a bit, so I'd have a look at that. Um, the water temp was a little cooler during the week, but that um, south Easter that's been on it for a couple of days might have warmed it up slightly. So I'd still have a look at the ruby, um one mile, Fingal Bay. Fingal Bay hasn't been firing as well as the other beaches for Wyoming. It had 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 a bit of red weed on it but you might want to try the top beach fishing north. Um, The guys did get outside during the week um, when the swell wasn't as big with um, a mixture of snapper and tragg from the V, the 21 um, Big Tommy, those reefs have been producing and if you're short of reefs, I gave our a little bit of collateral marketing stuff. Yes, there,
2: I've so. got it in the truck downstairs. I'll bring it up.
7: Yeah, yeah, so one of them is a card with GPS marks on it for reefs. So if you're new to the area sort of thing, you haven't been up here, look, they're just starting points. There's about 50-odd reefs on the back of it, and it, it'll get you started. You may have, may have them in the sound already, but you might have the odd one that you've um, that you missed. So it can help you out. It's worth, um, worth having in the old uh, boat just in the event you um, – because we've got the trailer boat up here. That's the next thing that's coming up. There's a game fishing competition on, but that's um, not much for me. I don't do much around that. But the trailer boat comp is on on, um, early April, I think, because we've got um, uh, Easter early, if I'm not mistaken, end of March. Yeah, March.
2: Uh, Um, Matt, you'll be happy to know, too, when I drop the boat off to David at Soldiers Point Marina, well, I was talking about your place, and he said he spends way too much money there with you
7: all the time. I think I know that who that is, you know, that yes. David then. Yes. Uh, he wasn't. He didn't ever work in the bank, did he? Wasn't
2: that guy? No, no, no. He's got a uh, company that does aluminium and things like that. He lives at Taramurra, and he's got a, a place up mm. there as well.
7: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I think I may. There you go. So, well, if it's the same one, I'll hit him up for a ride.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. We'll you can do that. We'll
7: <laughs> have to get him back in. Now he's got a new boat. He'll need all new fishing rods. That's that's
2: true. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's in, didn't he not? What's that, sorry?
7: He he traded his boat in, right?
2: Yeah, uh, 23 Monterey Bow
7: Rider. Oh, okay, so it wasn't for the same, same. No, no, he's got,
2: well, it's a big bow rider. He's got, that's actually a a bow rider, that uh, 247 uh, Rabalo, but with a T top and everything on it. It's more a fishing boat than that because his wife doesn't come up all the time and he likes his fishing.
7: Oh, yeah, that boat, yeah, that looked like a fishing boat the other day, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have to hit him up for a ride. look very nice. We'll get that dirty, don't you worry about that. <laughs> now, just quickly off the subject, what happened? Not many crabs around, a few, um, mud crabs reported. Um, plenty of beach worms on the big beach too, if you want to have a go, or if you don't want to have a go, you can always come and get some, because we've got some in the tank. Um, uh, what else happened? That's pretty much been about it. It's been a little, estuary, a lot of flathead around, of course, still at this time of year. So soft plastics for those, sandy point shell bay over at the shortcut. Any of the key spots for flathead have been producing quite well on the plastics. Um, uh, a few tail around and the odd jewfish being taken off the open beaches, mainly down on Berube. But um, yeah, so Christmas all in all was all over. We had lots of people up here. They got it fishing. Everyone sort of caught something. There was more whiting around earlier on. Uh, and hopefully um, that water's warmed up, and they're still on the bite at the moment. So there you go. And I know you don't do race chips anymore, do you?
3: No. Oh, oh Kieran does, know. but they all lose. I can't ask about those. Oh. So can I? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so and the, we're going to say good morning to Johnny Carrick Yeah,
2: he had a, he had open heart surgery during the week. He's coming along well, which is good to see.
7: And nobody from the radio station there won the two hundred million dollars powerball. I take it. Oh, oh, no. 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 No, oh, well, it was a dream. Dream gone missing, there's always been. no one.
8: That's
7: it. Right, well, I better uh, pop off and do some uh, rod building this morning, and I'll talk to you guys again the end of the morning.
2: Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander bait and their expensive coal service station. 49820711. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: Don't, don't upset the landlords. Well, they, they don't own that anymore. Viva bought all these services. Yeah, Viva
2: owns Shell there. Yeah, it's all Viva.
7: Yeah, I would have thought. that. Well, didn't we? Discuss, aren't they the petrol, like, supply wholesalers or yeah. I don't think. Yeah, anyway. Oh, we've had not upset them either. They, no, they no. are my landlords now, and they're renegotiating my lease. So we like <laughs> Viva. <they're>
1: great. <laughs> we'll wait till that's done. Take <laughs> it easy, buddy. Right, bye. See
2: you, Matt. Bye. <laughs> yeah, look, well, it's a great little shop. I've been in the shop before, but I never, never actually met. Matt face to face, so it was good to go on a yeah. meeting.
1: It's funny in this industry you talk to so many people on such a regular basis and then you know, years and years and years go by and you you don't actually yeah, you know, you've never actually met them face to face, but yes. you
3: know everything about them. That's right. You know who was like that? I oh, know you said Des McDonough. Remember Des McDonald yeah. McDonough? Yeah. Worked, worked with Kerry Buckridge? Yeah. This is a 2KY racing.
1: Worked with Kerry Buckridge? I think they fought more than you and Blakey from time to time. But well, one uh-huh. was
2: producing, one was on the radio yeah. type of thing. So. Yeah,
3: you know, and um, Des had never been, never went to the racetrack or anything like that all those years. Yeah. He had no idea what the jockeys or trainers and that looked like. Yeah.
2: He, he did
1: like a schooner. He knew what the jockeys looked like. He knew what the jockeys looked like. He had contracts out on a lot of them. (laughs) We'll take a break on the other side of this. We'll come
0: back and catch up with PJ. Talk Overnight. Princess Mary soon to become Queen Mary, born in Hobart and now to become a, a queen. First time an Australian born to become a royal. I think it's a, it's a fantastic story. This is 2SM. Well, as the world's growing more aggressive in the way it is, I think we've got to keep an eye on our own. I mean, you want to be a Nazi, mate? You've got to be a naughty.
5: People come here and they usually renounce their country because they want a better life. Why would you have two citizenships? Talk Overnight on 2SM.
0: the all-electric, seven-seat Kia EV9. Silence. Never felt so loud. Visit kia.com.au to find out more.
8: Kia. Movement that inspires. For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449 849 949. (laughs)
0: Are you feeling stiff, sore, and more than a little sorry for yourself? It might be time you tried that little miracle in a bottle known as Stiff, Sore, and Sorry. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Look for Stiff, Sore, and Sorry Relief Gel at selected health food stores and pharmacies. Go to the website Love Oil Collection. That's L O V E O I L Collection.com.au or call Ray on 040 359. Hey, you. Right now you're listening to a radio ad about DAB Plus Radio on the radio. Think about it. It's like the cells inside your brain that's inside your head that's on top of your body are informing you that
6: you can listen to this station in digital quality on a DAB Plus radio for free or on a smart speaker. Discover the auditory awesomeness of more radio within the radio. Search DAB Plus and listen now.
8: This is 2SM,
0: Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network,
5: this is High Tide,
0: brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's Tackle Today.
1: And that commercial break pulled up a little bit early in Sydney, so we'll just fill for a few moments until uh, the rest of the network catches up with
2: us. That every time on a Saturday, it's one ad it's short One ad short, yeah. On because yes. for those who don't know, our ad breaks are three minutes and seven seconds. That, uh, that was two minutes 37 for
1: some reason. Wow. and The other's at 3 07. Of the thing is, I would hate anybody to miss what Peter Johnson has to say. Good morning, PJ. Uh,
6: Good day, Grant. Good day, listeners. Happy Saturday to you
1: all. Happy Saturday to you too. How's the fishing been during the week?
6: Um. It's, it's It's been funny. It's hot and cold. Um, offshore, there was some really good fishing there earlier on in the week. Um, you know, look, the, the current's been screaming from the north and it's, it's heading south and there's, there's lots of bonito with it and, um, you know, everybody's having fun. And they're not bad-sized bonito. It sounds like these bonito are from basically uh, – Brunswick head's right down to the south coast. It's Everyone's uh, catching bonito. Um, the bottom fishing has been really hit and miss, and the water quality offshore, I mean, just uh, yesterday, I know Mark Taylor and Elaine um, Scarlett were out fishing yesterday, and they said the water was had a lot of slime in it and a lot of jelly blubber. Um, it's good warm water, but um, all the recognised grounds they went to, um, there was very little sign of bait or schooling of fish shown anywhere on the sounders, and they actually came in close, and we're in the lee, in the lee of um, Mermaid Reef. There's, um, you know, Mermaid's just a cluster of three reefs there. Um, they fished one of the southern edges of it, and they uh, they, they finally found some snapper, and you know, like they, they weren't large fish, they were large large is what we'd call, you know that. 36, 37 to 40 centimetre mark. So, you know, half a kilo to three quarters of a kilo. Good table fish. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the schools of Trag and the schools of Kings that are normally around this time of year hammering the bait, um, they haven't been around uh, this week. It's um, not many marlin have been seen. And with this current one would expect plenty of uh, marie May out on the boys, but the guys went out to the fad off uh, out which is northeast of Crowdy, and they went out to the fad there, and there was no dolphin fish. They were the first boat there. They had uh, live baits out, silver um, chrome lures to cast around, nothing. They tried quite a lot of fish trap boys, couldn't find a dolphin fish. So they're very conspicuous by their absence when you get a current like this. Sure. So um, I think. The sea's starting to build, and I think we're going to be in for a couple of days, of large swell. Uh, we'll see what it does. It uh, was originally forecast for Sunday, but it's starting to build by the look of things this morning. Um, but the beaches have been fishing just on fire. If you can get yourself um, you know, a nice little gutter somewhere on a good beach, uh, with an outer bank on it, you're going to find yourself plenty of whiting. And, and you know, like, doesn't matter whether you're using live worms or um, uh, method worms that you buy in the packet or the king worms you buy in the tub, you will get yourself whiting off the beach. And some of the dart that are mixed in with them are absolute you chonkers. You know, like... Uh, the four and five hundred gram for a dart is a big dart, and these things, when they get sideways to a wave on six and ten-pound whiting gear, you've got yourself a battle royale on your hands. And The beach fishing's been really good. Um, i got to admit, I went down and, and got some beach worms a couple of times during the week. Um, they're quite good. As soon as the wind pops up, though, it's very hard. They won't... Uh, they won't stick their head up above the sand for long when the wind's blowing. So you got to get in there early on the morning. And on that uh, on that falling tide, I tend to find better than the rising tide for the worms. But anyway, we've had a couple of good sessions on the whiting with um, beach worms. And uh, the leftovers, they're still kicking when we get home. So I uh, just get a jar with some messo and I, I dip them in the methylated spirits till they stop kicking. And I lay them on newspaper and dry them out. And then when that's all done, I just sprinkle them with uh, some dry sand and uh, put them in the freezer. And I've got baits to go out next to them. you know. If I want to go fishing on a high tide and I can't get worms, that's how you preserve your worms. it goes all right, Grant. You know, like, live is best, but these are a very good second uh, best, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can't always get yeah. live, so you have to have backup.
6: That's right, yeah. You know, like... Um, you can keep them, keep your worms alive for a couple of days. There's a couple of ways you can do it. Keep them in cool, damp sand, or you can keep them in the bucket with an aerator going. But uh, sometimes I just like to freeze them for the convenience, and they still work. Trust me, they still work. Yeah. Um, so the, the whiting and and the, oh, someone was fishing for whiting and they hooked themselves <laughs> <laughs> a, a flatted that measured ninety three centimeters. Oh no. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's this flatted was ninety three centimeters and, going they're looking at it and i went what are you looking at for and he says i've never ever caught a flathead off the beach and i said well that's not a bad way to open up your account so we pulled my measuring mat out and we uh, we measured at 93 centimeters and he said well what do we do now and i said well you're not having two. i know that yeah <laughs> he said yeah it's a bit over the 70." so um yeah i took a couple of photos of him holding it up for him and and uh, he was stoked, and away he went, so he's going to go back to Newcastle, a very happy angler. Yeah, that's a good-sized fish, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, that was a great fish to come out of that uh, little blind gutter, and it was probably no more than two foot of water, so very happy angler. And uh, it's uh, it, it, it's it's part and parcel of what happens when you fish these gutters, you know, you, you're You'll get your brim, you'll get your whiting, you'll get your dart, and you get your flathead. But a 93 centimetre dusky off the beach, and we weren't we we weren't that far off from the um, entrance of the river, so the southern entrance up there at Farquhar. So you know, like he's obviously, well, she's obviously come out of the river, and then uh, was chasing some bait. But uh, yeah, there has been some some good flathead fishing in the river, and it doesn't matter if you want to fish white bait or you want to fish nippers or prawns um somebody's uh, been fishing with um hard bodies some people are fishing with soft plastics and everybody is getting flathead so i think it's fish of the week up here at the moment yeah. the flathead but um everyone you speak to at the boat ramp at Bonock or you know just out and about um, if you drive up the beach up to the entrance there everybody's getting a fair share of flathead um the 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 Prolure 60 five mil grub tails are fishing really well. And um, the, the, the pink seems to be the colour on those. Uh, uh, it seems that there's a metallic pink fleck through them and they're going really well. Um, but, you know, people are throwing hard bodies. Um, I don't know what it is, but, you know, like a lot of people are, um, uh, are throwing a lot of money at double clutches, you know, die with double clutches. The ST-72 minnow, that's been taking fish for me. Um, But, you know, I don't know what it is, Grant. I think, you know, everybody says these lures, they're the new thing, and everybody's out there and everybody's catching flathead on on a certain lure, and it becomes like a fashion statement. Everybody's got to have this lure. Yeah. And it was the same when uh, my lure box glide baits came out, soft glides, and, oh, they're the best flathead taker. But I think it's only new, and then – I think after a while, fish get used to a certain lure and then you have to throw something at it. In retrospect, of saying that, you know, like I, I love my ST72s from Pro Lure, but I pulled out a Mr. Twister double tail, which is probably about 30 odd years, maybe older, all right, in design, chartreuse green. Um, put it on a jig head and, and and just flick it back, let it drop back to the bottom. And I was catching flathead on a flat on a chartreuse green mist twist double tail.
1: See, I I, so totally... I thought think- it. I sort of sit back and think. I remember Paul Burt um saying very, very clearly, if you don't catch a fish in twenty minutes, change your location or change the way you're doing it, right? So if I've got yeah, a yeah, exactly I, right. if I've yeah. got a lure that, you know, seems to be for me the, the one that caught me that great flathead or those, you know, that bucket load of whiting or whatever the case may be, I'm gonna have a bit of bias towards that. How how quickly should we, from your experience, and we're not talking about your diaries here, but how quickly should we throw away our personal biases to a certain lure, or not just lure, could be, you know, fresh bait or, or whatever the case may be. How quickly should we throw that away and say, let's try something different, even though everybody else standing along here is doing what I am doing at the
6: moment? Oh, mate, you do it regularly. You do whatever it takes to get a fish. Now, if you're doing something in one spot for 20 minutes and you've covered that area of the sandbank in 20 minutes and you've tried three or four lure changes, move. Yeah. But don't don't move until you've tried three or four, maybe five different lures or different baits.
1: And what would you do? Would you go for a bigger lure, a smaller lure, a more colourful lure, a more plain lure, or just all of the above? Well, first of
6: all, you want to find out what's out there now. Um, I'm a firm believer that fishing activity creates activity. So if you start hooking fish, um, it gets other fish in the job, especially especially jewies. You catch a, a dewey, it gets the school going, you know, and yeah. kingies are the same. Um, and, and I reckon, and this is my personal belief, if I catch a flathead in the bottom and, you know, he starts darting around off the bottom in the sandy bottom there, he's going to create activity and the other fish are going to wonder what's going on. So it sort of a, ignites their their senses. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll throw out a two or a three inch grub tail to start with if I'm fishing plastics or you know, like I say, the S T seventy two minnow and I'll try surface presentation and I'll try the deep diving. So with the S T seventy two I get a, a floating and a sinking lure. Yeah. So you might start getting bites on your on your surface lure. That means you're floated are actively chasing surface fish. So then you can say there's got to be a big girl around. Put a bigger lure on. Yeah, makes sense. Right? But if you're not getting if, if you're not getting bites after several different methods in 20, 25 minutes, yeah, um, move on. And uh, yeah, Birdie's Bert, exactly right with what he's saying. Yeah.
1: Speaking of moving on, PJ, we have to do exactly that at the moment, mate. Uh, before we do go, though, give me, give your YouTube channel a bit of a plug. How's that going, by the way?
6: Oh, look! It's very stagnant at the moment. I haven't been doing much. Oh, come um,
1: on! You're so good at it. You're so good at it.
6: Yeah, I know. I've got. To, I've got to kick myself at the backside and get a bit more doing. I've. I've got a lot of. Um, uh, video footage that I've been doing, I've just got uploaded on, on uh, some stuff there. I know I've got to do the um, the rigging of the soft plastics or stinger hooks, and uh, a few little things to do on you know where to go for searching the sand flats to give you a sign of what the, the flathead do, how they move, and what to look for for flathead territory. So I suppose I'll get my finger out. I'm I'm, I'm going away uh, tomorrow afternoon up to southwest rocks after work for for Four days hopefully to get some mackerel, but I don't think we'll be getting out to sea. So hopefully, uh, I can remember to put me my uh, GoPro on and take footage of what we're doing. We'll go, ch- if we're not getting outside, we'll go up the river chasing jacks.
1: See, it makes sense. The fishing's good, so the YouTube channel st- goes to the standby for the short term. Pete, always great to catch up with you tomorrow. I know you want to talk about um, the trout stocking in New South Wales, so uh, we'll, we'll have a chat with you tomorrow and get your take on that.
6: Yeah, that'd be good to do it, and um, it'd be really good to uh, see if we can finally track down the fisheries minister to see what her reaction is to uh, um, the lack of consultation that went in with the local uh, acclimatisation societies, because uh, in the Monaro region, they're refusing to stop trout in the rivers now, and uh, that's going to be a death knell to fly fishing in the Monaro snowy regions.
1: Well, there you that go. Talk tomorrow. There you go, Punnies. You can hear that PJ's pumped up, so tune in tomorrow for his thoughts on that. You're listening to High Tide. We'll take a break and be back on the other side of this.
8: Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL kit home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner builder and manage the building of your own home. I'll guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to pal that's pal KitHomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1800 024 912.
0: There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club with a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can turn your get together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creek's friendly function staff on 9670
5: 888. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade. Plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs packed with smart sense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai.
7: Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years' experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au
8: and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine.
5: TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance
8: if you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to NetworkConstructionServices.com.au, or better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. Ninety-eight zero eight fifty-six seventy-three. Got it? Ninety-eight zero eight.
0: Five, six, seven, three. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003. 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network.
5: This is High Tide.
0: Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's Tackle Today.
1: 13 minutes away from six here on High Tide. Good to see you got the time right.
3: <laughs> Ro- yeah. Our most marine, unusual
2: our marine rescue spot this morning mid north coast inspector rodney page morning rodney hey how
9: are you doing guys?
2: we're good now it's just what's happening are you going to be replaced by uh, remote controlled on water life saving devices
9: oh mate isn't technology wonderful we use it to our best advantages we've um, we've got this new use uh, safe life saving device that's uh, been awarded by the mineraljo group um, that sponsored us. This, the, this device is able to be rope, remote controlled, sent out to people deep inside the surf zone or in close to the rocks. So it can take a three hundred odd meter uh, working range. Uh, okay. So it drives a rope in, allows us to get people out of a very tight spot when we have to.
2: What a great idea that is! It's like a little powered thing. Is it battery powered? Yeah,
9: U shape. it's about up to um, about a little bit higher than my waist. Right. Uh, which probably isn't high because so I'm not a big bloke. But <laughs> it's still a big piece of equipment. And it, and um, yeah, remote control uh, features variable speed motor and allows rescue uh, vessels to um, to get the people in tight places. Great piece of equipment. Yeah.
2: So you still need the boat and you still need the operators there, but they can actually guide it in to get people, so you're not having to put the boat or the rescuers in danger. Good idea.
9: Exactly right. Um, it's, it's quite dangerous, obviously, to, to get a boat in close. Uh, we could all be in trouble. So this piece of equipment allows us to, um, to do that, recover people in the water or getting a tow line to a disabled vessel in a challenging, challenging position.
3: Well, while you're talking about rescues, didn't you guys rescue some fishermen this week?
9: Uh, mate, we've um, we've we've rescued a lot of people um, down the this south week.
2: coast.
9: Yeah, down the south coast. Yes, we have, and um, and uh, that that device comes in great handy uh, doing that for us.
2: Okay, that's good. Now, mm. you, some of your uh, volunteers are on it on Australia Day too, weren't they?
9: Yeah, we were. Um, Broken Bay unit commander Jimmy Ortega. Uh, he's been uh, awarded for um, as uh, Citizen of the Year for his service to the community in saving lives. And also former uh, Ballina Unit Commander Ken Delaney, he was named uh, Joint Recipient for Ballina Shire Council Volunteer of the Year. Ken oh. recently stood down as Unit Commander. He's not doing real well, right? And he's been volunteering at least for about 13 years now. And well a done. highly respected man, a really nice guy. Oh, that's and good. And also Gordon Gray at Camden Haven. Uh, on the north Coast, he was awarded an OAM for his service to the community. Gordon has been volunteering in his unit for about 25 years and a dedicated master. A top man he is too. Very nice guy.
2: That's good. Now, question. People often ask me, and I'm not sure, how many marine rescue units are there across New South Wales? There
9: are 46. Okay. 46 and we're always uh, looking to recruit new members no experience needed we provide full training for the radio operators and vessel crew right and if you're keen to help your community uh, but don't necessarily want to be one of our vessels our units are always looking for volunteers to assist with fundraising as well
2: but also radio rooms and things like that you don't have to be on the boat do you no that's
9: right we've got um, we've got a uh, Different areas where people can help.
2: <clears throat>
9: Excuse me, and uh, and we're always there to um, to help the citizens of our great country, and we train people to do that for us, With us,
3: any age restrictions? Uh, they don't want you, Karen.
9: <laughs> <laughs> no. uh-huh. Well, six, sixteen
2: is our, is our bottom line. There's no upper and, line.
9: Uh, and and we'll and we'll even
3: take you, Kieran. You, you're in. Mate. Oh, you, that could in. be the biggest See, mistake. I, knew I told your... you oh, oh. I should have talked to Rodney first. Actually, uh, uh-huh. uh, Rodney,
2: something outside your zone, but I did read an article that uh, Queensland's finally changing over to Marine Rescue Queensland, going away from uh, what they were before. So it sounds like they've combined everything up there,
9: mate. We've we've had a um, well, our former uh, commissioner Stacey Tanis has has said our um, uh the way we operate and Queensland have now taken that on board as a, a good model to use and uh and soon that is exactly how it's gonna be Queensland, marine rescue and uh and we already work together with Queensland at the border in Tweedhead. And they're very used to the way we operate and uh, of course it's a great model uh to operate, set ourselves up the way we do.
3: I got a question for you, Rodney. What about the Sunshine Coast? We got a marine rescue base up there.
9: Um, well, they already have uh, rescue bases. It's just a um, matter of them now moving in, moving. Uh, that is combining their, their resources into one marine rescue, and uh, and service service up in um, Brisbane. They'll all come on board and work the way we do, and operate like that, and be a more effective. I think
3: in the way they do that. Yeah. How long have you been around there, Rod? How long have you been involved?
9: Uh, Well, I've been around 18 years as a volunteer.
3: Does that Um, take us back far enough, Al, uh, when we had Royal Volunteer Coastal Patrol and Coast Guard Patrol? Yeah. Yeah,
9: yeah, 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 that's right. We had uh, VMR, Volunteer Coast Guard Patrol, and... Royal Volunteer Control, and now we're all the, the one, as so though we're, we're better off for it too. Yeah,
3: I think so. Yeah, a bit of egos had to be put aside, and uh, we've come up with a, a match. Oh, mate,
9: it was, it was a rocky road. Everyone thought they uh, did it best, so we took the best of all the three organisations and combined it and made an even better one. Yeah,
1: smart play. Yeah, good to see. It
2: was,
9: yeah.
2: Rodney, thank you very much, but if someone wants to become a member, what do they do?
9: Easy enough, you can go online to marinerescuenysouthwales.com.au and find a unit close to you and uh, put in your uh, expression of interest and a a unit commander from that uh, unit will come back to you and start joining up the dock. So it's as easy as that, marinerescuensw.com.au.
2: Okay, thanks for your time this morning, Rodney.
9: Good
1: on you guys. Have a great okay. day. Bye, Rodney Page, Marine Rescue, New I'm South Wales. Glad they looked after the uh, the guy up there at Broken Bay. They're the best at Broken Bay. You yes. know that, don't you? Oh, okay. I can There's no debate. There's no debate at all. <laughs> but it's good to see
2: Queensland. They're ten years behind the time as usual. Sorry, Kieran, uh, but they're changing over to Marine Rescue instead of having yeah, the different different Look, models up there.
3: It, it's worked. I, I remember. in the end how they all walked around, you know, with their epaulettes on, and they all wanted to be in control, and they, they all thought they were doing doing better than everybody else, you know. M- but maybe, marine maybe. rescue has become so good at doing what they do oh. now under the yeah. guidance too of Alex Barrell. Yes,
2: yes. But the only thing, I, uh, it's changed slightly because I think the governments have worked out they can use a volunteer group to do a lot of their work that doesn't uh, take away uh, the budgets uh, from the police and emergency services, and they could task the volunteers to do some of the. And gosh, you're and, a conspiracy time,
3: just, which is now under uh, transport, A. We yeah. spoke about that yeah. a, a few weeks hey, ago. Look, they, they do a great job,
2: the volunteers. Uh, I'd just like to see more funding from the government for it. Yeah, them. yeah. Because they do get funded. Every boat licence and registration in New South Wales portion Porsche, that goes to Marine Rescue. And Alex Sproles very well aware and quite happy to talk about it. Some of the people in the past weren't. Yeah. Hmm. That's being polite, isn't it?
3: <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> i get into it. The, the, poli-
1: the, the, the polite and politi- cor- politi- politically correct one asks Kieran Rieke for a comment. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? 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 I wasn't talking about push bikes or paddle boards <laughs> or jet skis. No. How, how, let's get on to something important. Yes. How are things at Blake's Marine? <laughs> it's been picked up this week. It's been a little bit busy. Oh. Um, so Kids are no, back at school. Yes. Parents yes. are going I boat think people to People are starting
2: to get a little bit more confidence yeah. about it there. I mean, they're talking about lowering interest rates. So uh, it's worth the effort if you want to have a look. We've got uh, some good stasis in stock. Uh, second-hand boats, oh, we've only got a couple left. They're just walking out the door. Um, but, yeah, stasis and bar crushes.
1: Are uh, they being bought or are they just disappearing? What yeah, about being the North Bank? Oh, okay, cool.
2: Just What's that? The North Bank? Yeah, North Bank, yeah. Uh, long lead time in the North Banks, but um, they're a very specific boat type of thing, and it's you know, diehard fishermen want them, but very good boats, very ha- very nice handling boats. Uh, we've got a six metre in stock at the moment. We've got a 650 uh, hardtop juice soon and a 750 hardtop. So there's lots of things there w-
3: with those. We're talking about money there, that,
2: aren't we? Oh, yeah, look, they're, they're online with, um, up there with the cruise crafts and things like that. But you're getting what you pay for. It's just a great offshore fishing boat. You know, ask Al McGlashan. That's what he uses mm-hmm. all the time by choice. So, uh, And he's out fishing just about every day. And he can't break the boat.
1: Time to break for the 6 o'clock news in New South Wales, the uh, 5 o'clock news in Queensland. We'll be back on the other side of that. We're going to catch up with Mark Benaziak, who's going uh, to set fire under Kieran. Talk
5: overnight.
3: You need to behave ethically, morally. You can't bring in a product for five dollars and sell it for 120 or whatever the market. It just beggars belief that they can do this. This
0: is 2SM. You seem to be mixing private enterprise with government. Let's hope that this inquiry that is to be chaired by Craig Emerson into the prices that supermarkets are charging is going to have some
5: effect. Talk overnight on 2SM.